It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Welcome to Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsi, founder of the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. So glad to have you join us today. And just as a reminder, you can always download our podcasts at hotzepodcast.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E podcast.com. Well, it's going to be a new year, or maybe it is a new year, depending on when you're watching this. And so we have, it's a, it's a tradition now, annual tradition that we have yeast-free with me, and this is a great time to hit the reset button. I think everyone is pretty much ready for that, aren't they, Dr. Hosey? Well, we're going to find out. Are you ready? I'm Dr. Steve Hosey, and I'm glad to be with you today. You know, I believe that you need a doctor and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you got energy, you have vitality, and you're enthusiastic about life, right? Just like Dr. Hosey, yes. Right. This is the way you want to be. <laughs> it's a new year. Why shouldn't we... Why shouldn't we Go into this new year enthusiastically, and that's what we would encourage you to do. And to be enthusiastic, you got to take charge of your health. And the first and most important thing to do when you take charge of your health is take charge of your eating program, your eating plan. That's the most important thing you can do in the new year. And we have a program here that we do every year. It's a yeast-free with me. It's the yeast-free with me, but it's a recurring program. We do it. You know, it rolls around on the first of every year. It's called the Yeast-Free Eating Program, and we have a book that goes with it, My Optimal Eating Program, Dr. Hotsey's Optimal Eating Program, and it's a beautiful book with some great, great recipes Mm -hmm. that'll help you adopt a healthy eating lifestyle, which, as I mentioned to you, is the foundation of all good health. Now, today I want to talk about yeast and what causes yeast problems, and why we recommend starting your new year, and really any time of the year, with a yeast-free eating program. We call the we call our program here in the first week of January, we call it Yeast-Free With Me. So let me ask you a few questions. You ever have problems in your stomach with bloating and belching and gas and indigestion, heartburn, you ever feel bloated after you eat? How often have you taken an antibiotic in your life? Have you taken one recently? Do you have cravings for sugar or simple carbohydrates? Have you ever, ladies, been on birth control pills? Have any of you been on steroid medications? Have any of you ever experienced a yeast infection? Commonly, we see that in women when they take antibiotics. They get female yeast infections, but yeast infections can show up as Simple is jock rash, uh, jock itch, a fungal infection between the toenails. You get tinea pedis, that's, um, that's yeast infections in the toenails. You can get it in your mouth. Oral mucosis, you get uh, candidiasis, oral candidiasis, or yeast in your mouth. You see this oftentimes in kids after they've taken antibiotics, or adults can have that as well. You can get skin rashes or infections. And it's interesting If you get yeast in your system and you have a yeast overgrowth, and by the way, yeast is like fungus. It's in the fungus family. And yeast produces toxins that adversely affect our health. 
So some of the symptoms that people have when they have an abundance, an overabundance of yeast in their system, in their colon, women in the vagina, and other parts of your body, when you have yeast, here's some of the other symptoms that can be caused by it. You get headaches, get fatigue, you can have skin rashes, you have a immune systems that's not healthy, and it's manifested by recurrent and chronic infections. You're chemically sensitive. You get muscle aches, joint aches. You may get hives. You get fungal infections, as we mentioned. Maybe you get jock rash or you get uh, athlete's foot. You get fungal infection under your toenails. You may feel depressed. You may have anxiety, joint pain, inability to really focus well. You get that thrush, as I mentioned earlier. So, these are a host of symptoms that people often seek medical care for and get treated simply with a drug to mask the symptom, but it doesn't get at the underlying cause. So what is yeast overgrowth? Well, as I mentioned to you, yeast is a type of fungus. Our body contains yeast. We're exposed to in our life, and we have it, and it primarily exists within our large intestine, both male and female, and it it's, it's also exists within in a, in a woman's vagina. So, uh, but it's in balance with our natural and healthy bacteria that our body has. You may not realize this, but your body is full of bacteria. You're covered with bacteria, staph epidermis from the top of your head to the tip of your toe, trillions of, of uh, staphylococcus. Uh, bacteria on your body. You have it in your oropharynx, your mouth, nasopharynx, up in your throat. We have literally hundreds of billions of bacteria and viruses that exist there in the large colon. The average person has two to three pounds of bacteria and viruses in their colon. Why aren't we sick all the time? Well, the reason we're not sick is because we have a healthy immune system. And if a person takes, if a person does become sick, oftentimes they end up going to the doctor's office and the doctor will slap them on an antibiotic just for good measure. I'll never forget uh, when I was in training, I was doing some emergency room training and the emergency room doctor there had somebody come in with some gastroenteritis, a little stomach problems, and he put him on an antibiotic. And I said, what are you putting him on an antibiotic for? Well, just to cover in case he has a bacterial infection. Didn't know, didn't do a diagnosis of it, didn't have any proof on a blood test. They had antibacteria, just did it to cover him, he said. And many doctors do that. As a matter of fact, in the United States, there are something like 100 million antibiotic prescriptions every year. That's a lot of antibiotics. 100, gotta say 100 million. And that's a lot. And so whenever you take an antibiotic, what's an antibiotic for? An antibiotic's meant to kill harmful bacteria. We have good, healthy bacteria that lives within us. We also have, it can be exposed to bad bacteria, strep infections, staph aureus infections, um, pseudomonas, a host of other infections that people can get that are bacterial in nature for which people take antibiotics. You may get sinus, recurrent sinus infections or bronchitis, pneumonia, all these things. People are treated with antibiotics. And when you take an antibiotic, that antibiotic is meant to kill the abnormal, unhealthy bacteria in your body. Unfortunately, the antibiotics also kill good, healthy bacteria. So you may have good, healthy bacteria in your colon or in your oropharynx or women in the vagina. And when the antibiotics are given, they kill those good bacteria. And the yeast you have then are no longer restrained by those bacteria, and they overgrow. They tend to proliferate because they're not killed by antibiotics. 
and you get a yeast overgrowth. You can have a, women get commonly, when they take antibiotics, get yeast vaginitis. It can be treated with a, a, a cream or a suppository. That's, that can be done commonly. Women would tell me if I'm going to give them an antibiotic, they say, you've got to give me something for a vaginal yeast infection. I always get one. But you can clean up the vaginal yeast infection, but you still have yeast in your colon, and yeast overgrows in the colon. And so what happens, yeast produces toxins, literally over 100 different toxins, and these would be mycotoxins. That means mold toxins. Yeast is in the mold family and the fungus family, so it produces these toxins that are then absorbed into the into the system and get in your bloodstream and they depress the immune system and make it weak. So the next time you're exposed to a bacteria, well, you may get a, another infection. You get another round of antibiotics. If a person has allergies, they get recurrent and chronic uh, sinus uh, inflammation or, or bronchial inflammation and drainage. And that's a culture media for bacteria. So they routinely get antibiotics when you have when you have allergy problems, especially respiratory allergy problems, those people are commonly placed on antibiotics as they commonly get a secondary bacterial infection. Well, every time you take an antibiotic, you're killing off healthy bacteria and yeast is overgrowing. And what does yeast grow on? It grows on sugar. If you remember, those of you that have ever seen homemade bread made, they take the flour, get it damp, knead it into dough, and then they have to get it to rise. Otherwise, it's just flat bread like, uh, like tortillas would be a flat bread. A loaf of bread that you have, you have yeast in it. It causes the bread to rise. Well, how do you get yeast into the flour or into the, into the kneaded flour? What you do is you take Fleischmann's yeast, put it in a glass of water. If you want to see it activated, you sprinkle sugar in it. It bubbles up, and that's added to the, that's added to the uh, flour. And then it rises, and you cook it, and you get bread. Well, the yeast grows on sugar. So when a person has an overgrowth of yeast in their intestine, their large intestine, and they take sugar products or, or products that convert to sugar, like grain products, corn, potatoes, rice, all these are simple carbohydrates. They're starches, and starches are just sugar molecules hooked together. So you put them in your system, they digest. All of a sudden, you get a bolus of sugar. Guess what? That yeast goes crazy. It loves it. It grows. And what does it produce? Gas. You get bloating and belching, gas, and you feel terrible. Maybe you get diarrhea, and you get you go to the doctor and he goes, well, you got irritable bowel syndrome. I'm going to give you an antispasmodic drug or something. But he's not addressing the underlying problem. You, women may get female yeast infections, and topically they get treated for that. But it hasn't treated the underlying problem of yeast overgrowth, which really exists in the colon, in which those, those yeast um, organisms produce the toxins that then depress the immune system and cause inflammation in the walls of the large intestine, which allow <clears throat> proteins from food to pass in, in larger quantities than they should. And oftentimes this can lead to an autoimmune reaction and food allergies. So the important thing is, in order to be healthy, the important thing for you to do is to make sure you have a healthy uh, um, immune system. And you have a healthy immune system, you got to have a healthy colon. Your intestinal tract has got to be healthy. And how do we do that? Well, we clean out the yeast. If you've ever taken antibiotics, you've got an overgrowth of yeast in your system. 
And what we do is we that's when we go to a yeast-free eating program. And by yeast-free, I mean that we eliminate those simple carbohydrates and sugar products that cause yeast to grow. And then we kill the yeast with a product called Nystatin, which you take for three months. Nystatin is not absorbed systemically. It stays in the colon, and it kills yeast in the spore form. And then at some point during that course of treatment with Nystatin and on the yeast-free eating program, we give a, a, a week or two-week uh, treatment with diflucanazole, which is an antifungal drug that kills yeast in the mycelial form that grows into the intestinal walls. That's how we treat yeast. And then we stay on that yeast-free eating program for about three months. And then we recommend that that's a good program to stay on. After you've, got, you've finished your yeast-free eating program, it's important for you not to fall back into the old habits where you're eating cookies, cakes, pizza, donuts, and pies, and all those sort of things, that, and, and soft drinks that are loaded with sugar that simply cause yeast to grow and really get converted to sugar and cause you to gain weight and also which cause inflammation in your body and depress the immune system. It's we a want to eat cycle. It's a cycle. You want to mm-hmm. you want to eat healthy. And so that means limiting and dramatically limiting when you're on the yeast free mm-hmm. program you uh, eliminate altogether a yeast uh, all the sugar products and products that convert to sugar. And then we recommend that you stay on that you should adopt a healthy eating lifestyle. We're eating good, healthy oils and fats, hard cheeses, avocados, coconut oil, olive oil, fish oil, whole whole cream, nuts, uh, all these. And, and then eat, as far as your meats go, eat a small amount of meat every day and then make sure you have plenty of good green vegetables and salad vegetables and use olive oil and balsamic vinegar. And that, that's what you ought to be eating. Uh, instead of all the junk food and packaged food and canned food and box food that most Americans' diet consists of. So that's the yeast-free eating program. And by the way, people can become allergic to yeast. So when they have yeast in their system, they can literally begin, if they have an allergic disorder, they can become allergic to the yeast in their body, which causes these host of symptoms to develop. The headache, the sinus congestion, the skin rashes, the bloating, the belching, the gas you know, mood swings, depression, all these things can occur because of yeast in the system. And that's why we recommend that you eliminate all the food products that the body uses or yeast uses to grow, and that would be all the products that convert to sugar. Get yourself on some medication to kill off the yeast, and you want to replenish then your body with good, healthy bacteria in the key bacteria in the colon is lactobacillus acidophilus, although there are some other good healthy bacteria, and you can get a good probiotic formula that will give you and replenish the good healthy bacteria into the colon. If you do that, then you can restore your health, and it can make a huge Mm -hmm. difference just changing the way you eat and getting yeast out of your system. So I'd recommend you contacting us here at the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center, and I wanted to let you know they can call... You can call Hoetze Vitamins is where we're mm-hmm. initiating this program. Mm-hmm. Hoetze Vitamins is changing its name also to Physician's Preference Vitamins. But you can join the uh, Yeast-Free Support Program. And you can contact, uh, go to Hoetze Vitamins and that phone number. You can contact our main line at 281-698-8698. 
or you can contact our vitamin store directly. Mm -hmm. And we've left the phone number here on the line for you to see. You can give them a call, sign up for the Yeast Free Eating Program. When you do, you get a copy of my book, Dr. Hotsey's Optimal Eating Program, which I think you'll really li like and appreciate because we've got some great recipes in there. And you, and you probably think to yourself, if I gave up all my carbs, what am I going to eat? Well, let me Oh, just, there's plenty. Let me just tell you, we got a book full of just delicious recipes. It's amazing. And it's a recently updated book, right. too. Really lovely. It's a wonderful offer to get this book complimentary when you sign up for Yeast Free with me. So, And a lot of people do it. So you won't be alone. You'll be, uh, we've got a good community out there, too. And uh, we know that that's one of the keys to success also. Not doing it by yourself, but doing it with others. So we'd love to have you join us on this program. Well, thank you for joining us, and I want to encourage you this year, take charge of your health. The first thing you need to do is take charge of your eating program. Eat healthy, live healthy, and come join us on the yeast-free eating program here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. I'm Dr. Hotsey. Thank you for joining us. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution Radio Program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.